This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the J, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero where I talk about that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast where we talk about faith, family, fitness, and finances, and sometimes fun. So, hey friends, glad to hear you. Uh, this is Monday. Obviously, this is our Monday episode. And I'm sitting here in my office, which needs a desperate redo. I'm just uh, I record as many as I can in my office because I get the best sound, and it's a little bit secure. I've got things set up the way I want to. Sometimes I do them in my car or whatnot, but as many as I can, I like to record them in my office. But I'm telling you right now, my office is not... A, uh, it's not a creative, inducive space. I recently got a, a, an influx of books. Um, Mac Boland, the Executioner, which is my guilty pleasure reads, uh, started in the 70s and moved on up to the 2000s. Um, and so then what I'm realizing is I've got these, I just don't, I've got two things going on. Either I don't have enough bookshelf space or I need to get rid of books. And surprisingly, you know what? I think it's need to get rid of some books. Um, as a pastor, you just accumulate book after book after book, and, and uh, there's somewhat of a, um, a of a pride in how many you have and how good they look. But I'm just looking practical right now. I'm like, you know what? Uh, that was a good book. It served me well. I'm never going to touch that book again. And if I needed it, I could probably find what I wanted online. So I'm in that struggle. I don't even really know where to start. Um, it's not easy to turn over theological books. A lot of used bookstores don't want them. Um, and you don't get much for them. Uh, maybe starting a Facebook group and selling them. I don't know. But the but the theme of this week's podcast is book. Um, excuse me. In fact, what I'm going to do is a book review. Now, when we started the podcast, the very first year, it goes back and forth uh, between first and second place. But the most popular episode I have ever done, like I said, sometimes it's first, sometimes it's second, um, was when I did a review of Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. That book blew up. Rachel Hollis went from being a novelist and a uh, recipe book author to becoming, um, the word these days, is an influencer. And just millions and millions of people fell in love with her. She uh, was straightforward about having her faith in Jesus Christ. And so the book kind of swept into the church. And then as soon as it did it, um, she got hit with a lot of criticism because people started criticizing, uh, if you will, her theology. And Girl, Wash Your Face is not a theology book, though, yes, as a Christian, I know that everything we say and do influences our theology. So when her new book came out uh, eight weeks ago called Girls Stop Apologizing, I wanted to read it. And I really hoped to have this book review done two months ago. I wanted it to coincide within a week of the release, but just couldn't get it done. And I was fearful that if I waited too long, it would no longer be relevant. Um, but I'm not too worried about that because I went on to, I'm on Amazon right now, and Girls Stop Apologizing this week is the number four book overall. Last week, it was number one, and it just stays in that one, two, three, and four. And so, eight weeks after uh, being published, it is still number four. Her other book, Girl, Wash Your Face, is number seven. So she is really pushing into her influence right now. Um, she has a podcast for herself. She has a podcast for her and her husband. 
Um, she just released a clothing line on QVC, and she is just pushing in. She really is. Um, the the book is just continuing to be super super influential to folks. Uh, so in light of that, I thought, well, I want to read it. And obviously, the book is written with its primary target towards women. Girls, stop apologizing. Uh, but I thought, let me read it um, because I know some of my listeners. Um, care about what the book might say, and a few of you might care about my opinion. Um, so let, let me just talk a little bit about the book. I did finish reading it. Um, it's divided into three sections. Um, it's part one, excuses to let go of, part two, behaviors to adopt, and part three, skills to acquire. So really what I think here is that the bulk of what's new here is the first 80 or so pages. And that's the premise that women uh, often apologize or make excuses for their dreams or what they want to do. That is Rachel Hollis's premise. And her premise, her, her response to that premise is this, that women don't need to apologize for their dreams uh, and don't need to make excuses for what they want to do. Now, that's the first third of the book. Uh, but part two is called Behaviors to Adopt. Uh, she feels like, okay, I've convinced you that women need to stop doing that. And so since you're no longer going to apologize for your dreams, um, hop into Behaviors to Adopt. And then part three is the skills acquire. So what, what the book is really trying to do, and she calls it um, a shame-free plan for embracing and achieving your dreams. I don't want to say that Brene Brown has the corner on uh, analyzing and trying to get rid of shame, but uh, there's no doubt that there is some influence there, and if I'm not mistaken, the two of them have interacted. Uh, but Rachel Hollis's point is this, hey, uh, women, you gotta stop making excuses for your dreams and your goals, uh, and once you stop doing that, um, here are the skills you need, and this is how you put it in place. So that's the premise of the book. So when I saw it, my question was, well, is that true? Uh, again, I can't speak for myself, I'm a guy. But do women apologize or make excuses for their dreams? Uh, so going through the book, um, I, I just, there were some real highlights uh, for me, at least for me to understand her viewpoint. Uh, in introduction, she says, here it is, women are afraid of themselves um, because they learn about expectation. And once that expectation is, uh, uh, is owned, uh, that they begin to step back from their dreams and their and, and their and their goals. She says, uh, "Have you ever considered how much of your current life is truly made up of your choices, and which areas are really just the things that were you expected of you?" Uh, so she's saying, "Listen, uh, women, ask yourself: Are you, have you chosen to be in this place of life, or did you just follow into what expectations were?" Um, she almost comes across as to say any expectation of you um well she almost has come across like hey you, you need to re-examine every expectation brought to you and be skeptical um so my criticism there is slight um yes uh, i do think that when expectations come our way we need to be uh, aware and we need to ask ourselves um is it uh, uh, from from Rachel's viewpoint, is it biblical? Um, is it faithful to the other commitments that you've made? Um, if it's open and freeing, then within that you get to be free. See, I think there's where the conflict comes because Rachel has experienced a lot of backlash again on this book. 
Um, the, the height of backlash in the Christian culture right now is for the Babylon Bee to make fun of you. And the Babylon Bee is a satirical website. And uh, their headline was, uh, Girls Wash Their Hair and Stop Apologizing and Keep Going to Hell. Uh, their uh, satirical criticism of her was that the book is too uh, self-empowering, self-reliant, and doesn't focus on God enough. And, and I'll be honest with you, there's not a large God emphasis here. Uh, she's just going to say, if that's where your goals are, then pursue them. Um, so I need to stop here, and I need to make the same commentary that I made in her first book. Um, I think Rachel Hollis's uh, main challenge is that she's told people she's a Christian. You see, in the Christian culture, what will happen is someone will begin to have influence. Music, movies, books, whatever the case may be. And, uh, and, and there's almost like a hint that they're a Christian. And when you see that, they get brought up into the Christian culture. It's like you too. They're like, oh, uh, they kind of talk about God. I think they're really strong Christians. And then they get adopted and loved. Uh, but the problem is, is when someone actually states, hey, I'm a Christian, then all of a sudden their theology gets attacked. I'm not saying theology is not important. I'm not saying consistency with Scripture is not important. Of course it is. But it's almost like in the Christian culture, your best bet is to never tell people you're a Christian and just kind of hint at it. Uh, you'll be loved and read and, and adored. But the moment you say you are, you're going to get torn down. Listen, I think uh, having a consistency in theology with the scriptures is of the utmost importance, but uh, I am not, nor would I expect anyone else to read Girls Stop Apologizing to find a theology book. I'm finding Rachel Hollis's philosophy of life. It's like going into any person's house in your church or any other Christian, you know, and talk to them about their life, and Rachel Hollis is saying, hey, this is how I govern my life. I'm a Christian. This is how I govern it. This is what I've done and how I think it could help others. And so since she has stated at various times that she is a Christian, she gets beaten up, I think, a bit too much. Um, it's a uh, book for um, reducing unneeded shame. All shame is unneeded. It's a book for reducing shame and preventing it in the future. Uh, so I think there's some really good things here. I think she may have a really valid premise on uh, uh, approaching uh, women and young girls and how they go forward. Um, but she's getting beaten up pretty bad. Um, she says of women, we're afraid of so many things when it comes to our dreams, but the biggest fear is being judged for having them in the first place. That's probably her biggest and most valid point. Um, like, hey, uh, when uh, a young girl says, hey, I'm going to do this, here's my plan, is it immediately interrupted with other people's expectations? Can a young girl say, uh, I'm going to go be a doctor, I'm going to go start a business, I'm going to go X, Y, and Z, um, as those plans and those dreams are articulated, um, are you allowing those uh, girls to have them or immediately saying, oh, no, 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 but you've got to do this. Oh, no, 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 you've got to do this. Uh, you've got to be married, you've got to have kids. And while those things are wonderfully biblical, they are not mandatory by any stretch of the imagination. Um, she, she uh, I think the area where she really gets into uh, conflict with uh, people's theology, uh, she says in a book about uh, being a goal-oriented person, she says, uh, growth is happiness. Um, I think what uh, the church wants to say is, no, 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 giving God glory is happiness. But I, I, I don't disagree with Rachel Hollis. We, we must be growing. We must be learning new skills. We must be uh, protecting our health. We must be growing in our knowledge of God. Growth is happiness. Because if you're not growing, you are dying. Those are the two options. And, and dying, whether it be any area in our life, is just dreadful. It really is. I don't think it's glorifying to God either. 
Um, she makes a, a really good, if, if you're reading the book, um, the section, What Would They Think, is, I think, really key. Because it's there that she asks you to examine, like, how often are you worried about other people's opinion? Um, and, and I think that's really good. Actually, I think it's really good gospel stuff. Um, we keep the commitments we've made, but ultimately we have no control over anyone's opinion of us. Um, she's got this great flow chart. It's fantastic. If you've got the book, it's on page 72. You can find it um, uh, online. Uh, it's a flow chart about other people's opinions. And so uh, it starts with, hey, someone has an opinion about you. And then the next question is, did you hear them say it? If the answer is no, then immediately don't worry about it. Like if you didn't hear them say this opinion, do not worry about it. If yes, then you go to the next section. Uh, did you know this person? If the answer is no, then you go, don't worry about it. If the answer is yes, then you go to, well, do you value their opinion? If the answer is no, then don't worry about it. If the answer is yes, you can say, well, did they offer the opinion in love? If the answer is no, then saying, well, then don't worry about it. If they did, you say, okay, was it helpful and constructive? If the answer is no, don't worry about it. If it's yes, give it some thought and decide what's best. I really, really love this on page 72. I think that flowchart um, might be worth the, uh, what is it, uh, 1895, uh, uh, $24.99, but you can get it on uh, Amazon for, for next to nothing. Um, you know how this, you can get, I mean, you can buy the book for, um, uh, $11 is ridiculous, very ridiculous. You know, when she gets into the sections of planning and skills to acquire, I think there's good stuff there. I don't know if there's anything new there in terms of the wave of books being written right now. I mean, you could read uh, similar books by uh, Tony Robbins or, or Lewis Howes or uh, even um, Dave Ramsey if you like him. Uh, I mean, this, this is similar content. I think it's necessary because it needs to be connected to her entire point. Um, but if you take in that kind of content about planning and skills to acquire, it's going to be similar. Um, but if Rachel Hollis is your influencer, then I think this is really, really necessary. Now, there's a great section, and she did a podcast on this not recent, not too long ago, um, about planning um, because she wanted to have a clothing line on QVC, and she talks about not having any credibility on QVC. She'd been on QVC, but not for clothing. And so in that, she talks about how she planned over the course of several years to acquire that uh, credibility and then how to launch it. I think that section is really, really helpful uh, no matter what you think about the book. And um, you can find a podcast about it. I think it's just Rachel Hollis's podcast, Rise, um, How I Started My Clothing Line in QVC. That podcast would be, um, I think, really helpful if you're trying to start something. Uh, so what's my take on Girls Stop Apologizing? I think the premise is really good. Uh, as, as a father of three daughters, I've got to ask myself, am I giving them a runway for dreams and plans without putting unnecessary expectations on them? The expectations that uh, a girl should have should be uh, the ones that are, are biblical, um, and they should be the ones that are similar to one I have. So uh, am I just giving them a runway? Am I giving them all the tools they need uh, without saying, well, you know, I mean, you know, am I being uh, uh, hopeful? Am I being uh, uh, realistic, but I'm also being faith-filled? Uh, well, then I don't need to burden uh, my daughters with anything extra more so than I would have if I'd had boys or what were given to me, right? Um, so I think that premise is good. Um, I like the skills to acquire and planning. Again, it's not super new content, uh, but it's necessary to be attached to this book. 
And again, if you struggle with her theology, then just, uh, uh, here's my point, it's not a theology book. It's just not. Um, it's no more, if you read a how-to book in any field, if you read a book on um, how to uh, be an athlete or a book on how to invest in stocks, uh, those things aren't inherently theology books. There are premises of foundational belief behind them, but they're not theology books. This is not a theology book either. This is Rachel Hollis challenging folks from putting unnecessary expectations on girls and then enabling them to meet their goals. Um, do I agree with all the underlying theology of Rachel Hollis? No, but I doubt there's very few people in the entire world I do. Do I think her intentions are good? Yes. Do I think they're harmful? No. So I think it's a decent book. So if you enjoyed the first book, um, I think you should continue on with Girls Stop Apologizing. I don't think we need to cru crucify her on the uh, social media world. Um, I think if you like her brand, you're going to like this a lot. And apparently it's continuing to grow, grow, and grow. So folks, that's my uh, review of Girls Stop Apologizing. I uh, hope it's helpful to you. I'd love to hear your comments. Be sure to get back on back in touch with me. I want to thank you as always for the growth of the This Is Going to Hurt podcast. If you like this, um, please like it, share it, photograph it, put it on your Instagram stories, let the world know. The most important thing you can do for me is leave reviews on iTunes and every other platform. And I look forward to being back with you soon. On Wednesday, we'll have one of our Wednesday Wisdom episodes, one of my sermons, and then Friday, the Free Friday episodes. So again, folks, thanks so much for tuning in, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. You care about your business. That's why preformed and prepackaged approaches to marketing do not help. Because of that, CTP Marketing and Consulting seeks to understand you, your product, and your services, and they will partner with you in creating a customized approach to meet your marketing needs. Towards that end, CTP offers traditional print marketing, social media services, SEO, event coordination, campaign creation, fundraising, and a host of other services. Reach out to them today and see if this personal approach to marketing can help you grow your business. You can find them at ctpmarketplace.com or you can email them at admin at ctpmarketplace.com. That's admin at ctpmarketplace.com. Reach out to them today for their free evaluation and see if they can help you grow your business and help you meet your goals.